So I found a journal entry from 2017 last weekend and reading it had such a profound effect on me that I just had to share it with you. I feel like my life has done a quantum leap in those short 18 months since it was written. My whole reality has shifted. Reading that journal entry and having that realisation was one of those true whoa moments in life. What struck me most was that I could pinpoint one thing that changed everything for me. Just one thing. So on today's show, I'm going to share with you what that one thing was, plus give you a sneak peek into my journal from 2017, because I want you to experience your own woe moments. I want you to have quantum leaps too. This episode is going to be a little bit different. Are you ready? I am. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Last week here in the UK was half term, which is a school break for the non-Brits. And it was a bit of a mixed bag, if I'm honest. We had some uh, great times together, my daughter and I, but we also had the winter cold doing the tour of our house. And I had a couple of headaches, which is kind of annoying because I thought I was rid of those. But my daughter and I went to a crystal workshop. How cool is that? Specifically for kids. It was really wonderful to see her just embracing learning about the actual, um, is it geology (laughs) of the crystals, how they're made, the different sort of properties and uses of crystals was really fun. And we spent lots of time at the beach and in the forest because the weather was good at the tail end of the week. So anyway, that's what I've been up to. Let me know what you've been up to over on Instagram. I love getting DMs from you guys. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Usually when I'm bringing you a solo episode, I have quite a few notes on what I'm going to talk about to make sure that I'm covering all the points of what I'm trying to teach you or share with you. But today is a little bit more off the cuff. I found this journal unexpectedly the other day and I just had this massive urge to share it with you ladies because it was just one of those kind of goosebump moments. But also I think there's quite a few lessons in there that, you know, with the benefit of hindsight and looking back, which we have now because this was written in 2017, there's quite a few lessons that we can take away from it. And I just thought it was quite eye-opening for me in terms of how far I've come. But I really want to share it with you because I think that it was obvious reading it that there was one thing really that changed everything for me in my life and I want you to be able to change that if you need to for you and then like I said there's another few takeaways that you might be able to implement in your life too. So I was, um, I don't know if you've been watching uh, Marie Kondo and the Declutter series on Netflix, but I was a a fan of hers a while ago. I had her book and decluttered my wardrobe mainly, and that stayed um, in that really nice decluttered sort of state. And I'm quite intentional about what I purchase. I was looking around the rest of our house and thinking, yeah, clutter does stress me out a bit and I'm not a naturally tidy person. So I've been kind of slowly making my way through little sections of the home. 
So one thing that I tackled uh, last weekend, or about a week ago now, uh, was my bedside little bookcase. So I have a number of little bits and bobs in there and um, a number of like old notebooks and journals and things. So I was going through them and I found this one notebook. You might have seen it in some of my photography that I use on Instagram and things. There's a, a notebook and it says, yay, on the front. It was actually that notebook. And I thought, oh, I was thinking back to, I haven't written in that for ages and I'm pretty sure it's all just notes about um, online marketing. I I feel like I kind of just know my stuff on that point now. I don't really need to refer to notes. So I was about to throw it out and I thought, well, I'll just flip through it and just check there's nothing super useful in there. And I found two journal entries, which surprised me because normally I I write, well, I write now daily in my journals, but I always write in these particular leather-bound journals that are the exact same ones and I just buy them every time. And I don't normally write journal entries elsewhere. So I was quite surprised. So I started reading it and it was just one of those, like I said, goosebump moments because I completely forgot almost what it felt like to be that old me in that time and place. And the shift of my life in the 18 months since that was written was so massive. My life has changed so dramatically in the last 18 months. And you may have seen, I've, I've posted a couple of times on social media, um, I, inside my Facebook group or over on Instagram about how I manifested, created basically everything that was on my list. So to give you a little bit of context, I don't know if you know anything of my story, I'm going to share a little bit of it now because I think it's it's relevant to how much of a shift um, things have been. But I was working in the corporate space, I was working at an investment bank and I was a trainer, a mentor, a coach, a manager, many things, many hats. Um, And I did enjoy aspects of my role there, for sure. I had a really great team that worked for me, and I worked in a wider department that I enjoyed. And towards the end, I had a really great mentor. So there was definitely aspects that were positive, but I wasn't fulfilled by it. And it was something that I was always trying to suppress the fact that I didn't feel fulfilled by it, and I desperately wanted some fulfillment from my career. And I always had this kind of tussle with my career where I would put in some effort and do really well, but then I was really afraid of um, stress and I was really afraid of overworking and I would then sort of retreat and then not put in the effort and then I would be unhappy just because it I was just wasn't finding the fulfillment that I wanted there. And I felt like I was powerless to do anything about it, though, because it was kind of sort of flexible, (laughs) using air quotes there, you can't see, and it paid well. And, you know, it was near to my home and it had good private medical cover and all that jazz. So I had sort of no power, I felt at that time, to really do anything about it. And I felt like, well, you know, this is good enough. I should be happy with what I have here. Lots of people would be, you know, really excited to be earning what I'm earning, working kind of sort of flexibly. And so I shouldn't really complain. But there was just always that part of me that just wasn't happy that felt like there was something more for me. There was some other purpose for me. I wanted to do something that had more meaning. Anyway, so I was in that space and then I had the rug pulled out from under me. I found out I was being made redundant. And in that moment, it was devastating news. And I won't go into all of everything that happened. At that time, I'll share that story for another day. But actually, that was the impetus that I needed to really think about what do I want to do with my life? I actually have an opportunity now. And bless his heart, it was my husband that encouraged me to take the redundancy because I I could have tried to find another 
role internally. Uh, they weren't just fully booting me out, but I had the choice of, of leave or or try to find another job and apply for another job internally and stay. And it was my husband who said, look, you're probably not going to get this opportunity because there's some severance pay to leave and explore something that will make you happier. Because he knew I wasn't happy. He was probably a bit of a complainer, <laughs> if I'm honest. And so I thought, okay, fine. Uh, I think he's right. You know, I'll just give it a go. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And so long story short, by the time we get to the point at which I, this journal entry was, which is the second, no, it's the 1st of September, uh, 2017, I had left the corporate space at that point. I had completed a six-month qualification in social media management and realized that managing other people's social media just wasn't for me. Um, and I was just having the beginnings of and the idea that actually, well, I, you know, I was a coach and a mentor in the corporate space. Why couldn't I do that online? And wouldn't it be amazing to help other women to start their businesses and to mentor and coach them? So I had just the very beginnings of the idea for the business that I have now, but I hadn't started the business. I hadn't launched the business. I'd done actually nothing to, to get started at that point. I think I'd started an Instagram account because that was just my kind of natural go-to. I was an Instagram person. Um, I liked Instagram and that that was it. But I had no real idea exactly what I was going to do. And so we went on holiday to Zakynthos, one of the Greek islands. And I wrote these journal entries while I'm there. So at that point, I had nothing. I was making no money. <laughs> and I just had this kind of idea that maybe I would do something. Now, fast forward to where I am now, 18 months or so later, I have a very successful business. My life is completely different. So I, I work from home, which is something that I'd always wanted to do. And I get to work flexibly around my daughter's schedule so that in the school holidays, I get to spend more time with her. In the school weeks, I get to pick her up and drop her off as suits both of us and just be more present for her. And the biggest difference in me, I think the biggest change is that I'm just so much happier. I cannot even describe to you how much happier I am. And I'm not going to go into all of my um, successes and wins because I shared those a couple of episodes back in why I won't stop shouting about my success. You can go and have a listen to that one. But my business has grown at a really rapid rate. My profits have grown really rapidly for my business. And I'm working exclusively with women who I love to work with, who feel like friends. I absolutely am obsessed with my life. And so I, I know I'm going to start gushing here for a minute, but I kind of want to share that with you because it's quite a contrast from where I was when I wrote that journal entry. My, you know, I had nothing set up, nothing established at that point. I'd literally just left the corporate space. And in the corporate space, like I said, I was quite miserable. I felt like I was in that daily drudgery and grind of showing up to the same damn place every day with the same people and this, you know, feeling that you had to be at your desk between certain times, well, because you did. And now I have such a sense of freedom and just like I said, so much more happiness in my life and it isn't because of my business that my life has changed. So yes, my business has been massively successful. And yes, my business supports me and my lifestyle that I like to lead. But it actually, that wasn't the thing that changed. So I'm going to share with you the thing that I think changed everything for me and 
enabled me to make this massive shift from being in the corporate space or, you know, at the point of this journal entry, just kind of flailing around trying to figure out what I was going to do to being where I am now with a, you know, well-established business, fully booked, booked up in advance and just really enjoying my life. And also it's really worth mentioning so much healthier. It's interesting how when you change your life and you're living your life for yourself, for your fulfillment, you're pursuing your passions, you are, you have that time freedom and flexibility, you're bringing in the profits, the money that mean that you relax more around the financial side of things. It's amazing how all of those things culminate to improve your health. And obviously I have also focused on my health over that time because I've had the flexibility, but also it's a choice, right, and a decision. But the other thing that is really remarkable to me is how much my health has shifted in those eight months. So I was the sort of person that was always at the doctors for something. I always felt like, oh, they're going to think I'm a hypochondriac because I'm always here. There's always a niggle here or something wrong there. And I can't even tell you the last time I went to the doctors. I just feel really great, generally speaking. So... So that's the kind of contrast between where I was and where I am now, which, I, like I said, I wanted to share because I wanted you to see how dramatically different things are because that's possible for you as well. No matter where you are now in your life, and maybe you're not in the corporate space, maybe you have your own business, maybe your business is doing quite well. It doesn't matter at which point you're at now, but there's a point at which you'd like to be at. And it's the same for me. I'm, I'm not stopping. I have places I intend to go, things I keep wanting to add to my life to make it even more joyful, even more amazing, even more abundant. And I'm sure you have that for you too. And the point of me sharing this today is that I really want you to realize that it is possible for you and that it can happen so much sooner than you think. And this is the point of this podcast is to help you to see that you are limitless, right? We are limitless. And that's why I want to share this with you because it's a great demonstration of just how limitless we are. And I'd love it to inspire you to think about what you want to do next, what you want to go after, what vision of success you want to achieve and create and manifest for yourself next and feel that sense of belief that you can do it. So that's my hope for sharing this with you today. So, okay, now I'm going to dive in and actually this is going to be a little bit embarrassing at some points because obviously I never intended to share this journal uh, as one doesn't when one writes a journal. Okay, so I'll share some little snippets and then I'll give you a little bit of commentary on what I think we can take away from it. Okay, so I made a load of notes about, well, actually, first of all, I'll just share this first bit with you, which is quite funny. (laughs) I said, having resolved to not bring my business books away, I haven't even cracked open the first page of my only fiction book. Instead, I've been opting for Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. Side note, it's a really good book. If you haven't read it, read it. When there's no Wi-Fi um, and podcasts or videos of Kimra Luna, Tony Robbins and Gary V, that's Gary Vaynerchuk, when there is. I feel a bit obsessed with learning as much as possible about online marketing. I can't get enough, exclamation mark. (laughs) So that's just quite funny because at that time, what I was doing, I hadn't started my business, but I was completely immersing myself in just learning absolutely everything there was to know about starting an online business and marketing yourself online. So I was a little bit obsessed. So that's just kind of a funny opener there. So then I'm just in there talking, uh, journaling about the fact that I listened to a particular podcast and they were talking about career and I really identified with certain things that the um, interviewee on there was talking about 
about having needed this sense of a career and purpose, but not having found it and feeling unfulfilled as a result. So I then put, I assumed career would bring stress at too high a cost and ill health, but I was never satisfied without a clear purpose. Now I see a clearer path for myself and I know what I want. I feel infinitely happier, even though I'm not yet close to achieving it. I believe, and then I put no with a question mark next to it, it will happen for me. So I think that's quite interesting because something that um, I haven't really talked about too much on the show before, but is that when I was in the corporate space, I was really suffering from this, like, like I said earlier, kind of a tussle with my career, but it was really underpinned by my severe aversion to stress. So I really didn't want to feel stressed and even feeling stressed would make me stressed because I was stressed. Does that make sense? (laughs) So I was at that moment in Greece thinking that I realizing that because I had this aversion to stress, I had been shunning my career, but then I just felt unfulfilled because I didn't have a clear purpose. And so I was starting to realize that actually, could I go after something? I'm using the word career there, which is funny because I don't use that at all anymore. I just talk about my business. I don't, I don't know. For me, career feels like a corporate word. But I'm in that moment starting to believe that actually I could have a clear purpose. I could pursue something that I want. And I used the word want there. So I was actually in tune with what I wanted now. And I would be happier by pursuing that. And actually, maybe I wouldn't have to struggle or sacrifice or become stressed to achieve it, which is interesting because that's kind of one of the foundations of my business. And that was something that I decided was a non-negotiable to me. One of my terms for success, so achieving success on my terms meant not doing it while feeling stressed or burned out or overstretched or overwhelmed. And that's one of the things I absolutely love helping my one-to-one clients achieve is that success on their terms without that kind of hustle and grind and just feeling of being overcommitted and having too much to do. It's not a nice space to live your life from. So So that was kind of interesting that I was only just first starting to see that maybe there could be something. I'd always been telling myself that I couldn't have a meaningful and fulfilling career because if I put too much into my career, I'd get stressed and I'd feel terrible and I'd get ill health. So that's really interesting that it's now nice to know that I'm in this position 18 months later where I have, okay, I don't call it a career, but I have a thriving business, but I'm thriving too. And I very much see the link between the two that when I look after myself, when I really lean into doing things that bring me joy and pleasure, and when I take really great care of myself, so, you know, exercise, good sleep, good food, all that stuff that we know that we need to do. But when I do that, my business actually does better. So it's actually a beautiful relationship between looking after myself and then my business looking after me. Whereas previously I'd believed that line, that limiting belief that kept me stuck for years, that success had to come at a cost. So that was interesting there. Okay, so I'll share the next entry. So then it says, however, something that I am conscious of is my own propensity to stress and for that stress to manifest itself in unhealthy ways for me. Therefore, it's it's even more important that I learn to live in a state of high vibe and really keep on top of my mindset and ensure that the pursuit of career I find so fulfilling 
doesn't become a pyrrhic victory? Can I have a career I love without detriment to my well-being? I am determined to believe so and work diligently on it. I want both. I believe I need both. And I underlined need twice. So that's, again, just backing up that kind of emerging thought that I was having that actually, can I do it? Can I preserve my well-being and go after something? But I saw in that moment that I needed to. It wasn't a kind of question anymore. It was something I had to do for myself. Okay, so that was the first, actually, that was the first of September. And then I've got a second journal entry for the second of September. I'm obviously not sharing the entirety of all of this with you, for otherwise we're going to get in quite a long-winded episode. But this one says, I feel like I've gained a knowing that I can achieve success, and I put in brackets, my version, inside a year. So that was quite interesting. I had no recollection until I opened this journal that I'd kind of set that frame for myself or that time frame of a year. And actually, if we look at sort of September 2017 to September 2018, well, in fact, October was my first five-figure month. So you can definitely say that I achieved success and my version of it inside a year. So that was um, one of those moments that I just had that full-body goosebumps because I was like, wow, I made that happen that fast. And like I said, I'm sharing that with you because you can do that too. And do you see the thing that was so important there? It was I said, I gained a knowing that I can achieve success inside a year. It was that knowing, that kind of belief and faith that was the real linchpin there. And then I go on to say, having seen two recent examples of women who have done exactly that, it has given me the motivation to be bold. Plus, I see a clearer path for me now. If they have achieved success quickly, so can I. And that almost made me well up a little bit because now that's my absolute mission is, as you know, sharing my success with you ladies isn't about me. It's not about me saying, hey, look what I did. It's about me saying, hey, look what you can do. Look what's possible for you too. And so to read that and to think that I'm now in a position where I'm able to share, you know, what I've been doing might motivate somebody else just really made me feel so kind of (laughs) warm and fuzzy inside for want of a better phrase but you know it really kind of made me well up at the opportunity that I have now and the privilege that I have now to be able to to try to empower inspire and motivate other women to see what's possible for them that you are limitless right and I really the reason that I'm sharing that particular point of the journal entry is because I want you to think about how wherever you are in your journey or path or life, point in business, you have a story that is motivating and inspiring to somebody else too. It doesn't matter if you haven't yet achieved whatever your next vision of success is for you. You have achieved things in your life. You have made transformations. You have valuable experience and knowledge. And when you share your story, it can motivate and inspire others. So I really would love this to make you think about how you can be sharing your successes, yes, and your story as a way to show others what's possible for them. And it will look, of course, different for each of us, but each of us should be sharing, I think, or we each of us have an opportunity to share what we're doing so that we can show others what's possible for them. And it doesn't mean that you have to be at the point of making five figures a month in your business. You could be way beyond that. You could be making six figures or you could be just signing your very first client in your business or just getting your website up and running and not even having 
clients yet. But sharing about it, you're always going to be one step, two steps, five steps ahead of somebody else. And sharing your story and the progress you're making can be really motivating to others. As I've just kind of shown in that journal entry, I was really inspired by seeing two particular, I don't even know who these two particular women now, I could probably take some guesses, but I have more women in my mind than two. So I wouldn't know exactly who those were back then. But you know, those women were so inspiring to me that it helped me to develop that sense of knowing that this was possible for me. So you can be that beacon of hope and light to someone else, even if you don't feel like you're there yet. And just side note, we're never totally there, right? There's always just the next level to move up to, um, the next thing to add to our lives. And that's, you know, a beautiful thing because it means progression and growth. And then I move on to say, I have resolved to play big. Think like the CEO of a six-figure company now. It might mean taking some more risks, but it will, I believe, result in a quicker path to success. And now the key word from that section there that I wrote is believe. That belief is the thing that gave me the resolve to go ahead and do this. And faith is and belief is so underestimated. But when we're thinking about what is the one thing that changed everything for me, it is actually the belief that I could change things. It's the belief that I was in charge or I am in charge of my reality and that it is possible for me to make a new reality for myself to shift my life. And now I'm at this position where that has happened. And I can see that that point, that point at which I managed to cultivate that belief that I could do something about this, so that belief that I could be successful, that was the thing that changed everything for me. And then I go on to say bravery and boldness is required from me. (laughs) It sounds a bit dramatic, (laughs) but it's true. And I can be brave and bold. So I was kind of basically affirming there and giving myself that courage because it does take some bravery and boldness to put yourself out there. Uh, Then I said, this means, this is an interesting one, this means letting go of concerns for what friends and ex-colleagues might think. It means feeling afraid and doing it anyway. And I'm sure lots of you ladies can relate to that. A, A lot of the time we struggle with visibility, with putting ourselves forward, with really actually going after our dreams and owning our dreams and owning our vision of success because we do worry about what other people are going to think about us. So something that I think is a takeaway here is that when we can let go of that, that worry about what other people are going to think, which is really our desire for external validation, right? When we can let go of that and go after something because it feels true to us, because it feels good to us, because it feels exciting, that's when we can make things happen. And yeah, it can feel a bit scary, but once we're doing it, then it starts to feel less and less scary. So I'm at the point in my business now where I'm, you know, pretty visible. I'm on social media. I Over the last year, I was doing live streams inside my Facebook group every single week. I now create podcasts for you every single week. It's pretty visible. I'm pretty out there. And I share some stuff that, like I've talked about before, I had to get over myself to share some of my successes because I was kind of concerned of what people who I know might think, you know, and it's easy for us to let that negative voice in. But it does get it does get easier. And and when you do it, when you put yourself out there, like I said, 
you know, you are actually showing other people that it's possible for them too. So it isn't just about us. We have to kind of uh, let go of that fear of what other people are going to think because when we hold ourselves back from getting visible or going after our success, we, we obviously hamper our own chances of that deep fulfillment and deep happiness, but also we then hold back the help that we can give people through our businesses and by showing up, okay? So it's, it is about us, yes, and it needs to be about us, but it also has a beautiful ripple effect is what I'm trying to say there. Okay, and then I want to share a little bit of this journal entry because I think it makes a really good point. It's kind of funny. So the first thing is that I said, um, so I had this plan. So I also then scribbled out a plan. So having then resolved to go after my vision of success and make it happen, feeling like I'd cultivated the sense of belief and then scribbled out a plan. And I'm going to share it with you because it's kind of interesting. So I said that I have a crystal clear vision now of using Facebook ads (laughs) to drive traffic to pitch-free webinars that in turn drive traffic to my Facebook group and website. And inside the Facebook group, I will provide further weekly webinars to foster a sense of community. So that's quite interesting because I was kind of cobbling together um, a strategy based on what I'd seen some other people doing, but having no real idea what would work at that point or what was going to pan out for me. And the reason I'm sharing that with you is because it shows you that you don't actually have to have it all figured out. I didn't use Facebook ads. I've only, I think, boosted one post uh, at this point in my business. I haven't, I've done everything organically. I've grown my business organically. Now, there's nothing wrong with Facebook ads and it is a strategy that I'm going to be moving into this year for a different aspect of my business. The point is, is that was just the idea that I had at that time of maybe this is what I will do, um, but it wasn't end, didn't end up to be what I did at all. So I didn't do webinars. I did live streams, but I did them inside my Facebook group, not outside of my Facebook group pretty much ever. Uh, so the plan that I put in place wasn't the thing that led to my success, but it didn't matter. And that's why I wanted to share that with you because you don't have to have it all figured out. What you do need is to lock into that sense of belief, belief that you can do it, belief that you can create your vision of success on your terms. That belief will be the thing that propels you forward, being open to this idea that you get to shape your reality, you get to create and manifest the things that you want, will be the thing that attracts to you the opportunities, the people, the ideas, the inspiration that actually gets you to where you want to go. So in that moment, that was my idea I had. In fact, the month after that, I hired my coach and she helped me to form my strategy, which ended up being slightly different. It didn't involve Facebook ads and webinars, for example. So I wanted to share that with you because it just goes to show that you don't have to have it all figured out. So don't worry if you don't know all 17,000 steps between where you are now and where you want to go. You only need to know that you believe in it and take whatever is the best next step in front of you. And then the other, the last thing I was going to share is that I said, I will focus on two things. One, establishing my brand and two, listening to my ideal client and serving them with valuable content aligned to their needs. And actually, that was a good part of my plan there. <laughs> that remains my focus. So I have, I feel, I established my brand now, but now I'm growing my brand awareness and I'm always listening to my ideal clients and trying to find ways to serve them in always better and bigger ways and 
showing up with valuable content, which I hope, you know, my podcast is one of those uh, forums for that, which is aligned to the needs of my ideal clients is still part of my business. So I had a bit of an idea there, but I just didn't know all the steps to get me there. So I hope you enjoyed that little sneak peek into my journal from 2017 today. And I hope it you've taken away a few things. Number one, I really hope that you see that the thing that changed everything for me was this belief that I could change things for myself, this belief that more was possible for me, that I could have more, I could have more on my own terms, and I deserved to go after my dreams. That is the belief that has seen me through, and that cultivating, and it's a continual thing that we have to cultivate, it's not kind of a once and done situation, but cultivating that belief and growing that belief and faith in myself and the fact that I feel worthy of success has been so instrumental in that kind of quantum leap that I've talked about from being in that situation that I was in, you know, the 1st and 2nd of September 2017, jobless, without a business, <laughs> without an exact idea of how I was going to make this work. I thought I had an idea, as you can see, but that was that was all I had at that point. And no business to where I am now with a flourishing business, fully booked, forward booked um, with clients, getting to do work that doesn't feel like work to me, waking up every day, feeling excited, having more wealth in my life, having better health, just enjoying life more and enjoying that sense of freedom. It's such a stark contrast to certainly my corporate days and even that point in my life where I felt kind of excited and at the precipice of something exciting, even and bigger about to happen. But I was filled with, of course, uncertainty and I was making no money. So my reality is is extremely different now. And that is just, you know, 18 short months ago. So I hope that you can see that that was the one thing that changed everything for me was that sense of belief. So I hope that it inspires you to work on cultivating your sense of belief and faith that you get to change your and shape your reality. And it's not always about creating a new reality because your existing one isn't fulfilling um, because actually maybe you're in a situation where you think like actually my life's pretty good, but you can create more and enjoy more and bring more fulfillment, more passion, more purpose into your life. We don't have to stop, okay? So that was my key takeaway though. That was the thing that changed everything was that sense of belief. And that was the thing that played out throughout. No. So that was the thing that changed everything, that sense of belief. And the other thing I'd love you to take away from this, from my journal entry from 2017, was that you know, your work, whatever you're doing, your journey so far, whatever that has looked like could inspire somebody else. You are at least one, if not several steps ahead of other women. So don't feel ashamed or afraid of sharing what you're doing. It can be so inspiring to other people. One of the things that helped me to cultivate that sense of belief was the fact that I had a few examples of other women who had created success quickly for themselves but you could be inspiring somebody to take action in all manner of different ways. We don't always need to be the person with some big shiny success story for it to still be valuable and worth sharing and to still be motivational. Whatever it is that's happened to you, whatever it is that you've achieved, whatever experiences that you have, whatever your story is, will be inspiring and motivating to somebody else. So don't forget that and don't be afraid to share it if you feel led to. And of course, 
taking action and moving forward is essential, but you don't have to have the plan completely mapped out. You don't have to know um, all of the steps along the way. You can have an idea and it doesn't matter if it adapts and changes and grows along the way. Uh, as you can see, I never used Facebook ads and I didn't do webinars, so it didn't, and it didn't matter. The point was, is I kind of knew the direction I wanted to go in and I was open. I was open to opportunities coming my way. I was open to possibility. And that is the key thing because then the universe or whatever you believe in will present to you the right opportunities, the people, the resources that you need if you are open and you believe that it's possible for you. Okay, now it's time for today's dash of woo. What is a dash of woo? By the way, somebody, I was on a call yesterday with somebody uh, who wants me to be a guest on her podcast. And she said, by the way, what is woo woo? And I was like, oh, okay. I assumed that in the circles that I'm hanging out in that everybody knows, but maybe you don't know what woo woo is. I mean, this is only my definition. This isn't some kind of official definition. But woo woo is for me, anything that's a little bit kind of potentially perceived as a bit out there, uh, could be kind of a manifestation or mindset kind of tip. Things like meditation can be seen as woo-woo, journaling could be crystals, anything to do with moon rituals. You know, there's all sorts of even beyond that, things like saging your room or spirit guides. There's all kinds of manners and forms of woo-woo and you get to decide what woo-woo looks like to you. I feel like I'm just really resisting the urge to say you get to decide what woo-woo looks like to you, you. Okay, I'm babbling now. Um, so anyway, today today's dash of woo uh, is a practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to help you take what we've discussed in today's show and really give it that extra bit of oomph. So we've been talking a lot about belief today and my dash of woo for you would be to have a think about what you want to achieve. What does your next level of success look like to you? And importantly, how do you want to feel? That is the absolutely most fundamental piece of work in manifesting what you want is tapping into how you want to feel. Because when we are going after anything, whether it is starting a business, growing a business, whether we're looking to boost our sales or attract more ideal clients or work on our work-life balance, have more freedom to travel, whatever it might be that you're working on manifesting, really you're working on bringing about a feeling into your life. When you can recognize that and really tap into how is it that I want to feel, that's when you can work on cultivating that feeling right now. So in my journal entry, I said, I've resolved to play big, think like the CEO of a six-figure company now. So in that moment, that's how I wanted to feel, like the CEO of a six-figure company. Now, I didn't even have a business at that point, so I had to kind of imagine what would I feel like? What is that feeling? What does that feeling mean to me? How do I want to be feeling? And by leaning into that and trying to work on cultivating that feeling, making my decisions for my business from that place has really helped me to bring that about quite quickly. So I would love you to have a think about the same for your situation and have a think about what it is that you are looking to achieve your next level of success and what you want to feel like. What would it feel like being there right now? Fast forward, quantum leap in your mind to that place where it's already happened. How do you feel? Tap into that 
that feeling and start cultivating it now. Don't wait for those situations to bring about that feeling because the quickest way is to feel the feeling first and then the situations, the opportunities, everything aligns to actually make it happen for you all that much quicker because what you're doing in that moment is you're raising your vibration, raising your frequency of your energy to match the thing that you want by feeling those feelings now. So that is my tip for today and for today's Dash of Woo. Now, before we wrap up, it only seems right for me to point you in the direction of a resource which you can get your hands on to take some of the things that we've been talking about today that bit further. Obviously, we've been talking about how I shifted my life, my reality so quickly. And one of the aspects of that was with my business and my business has fueled that shift to a certain extent. If you don't already have it, you might enjoy my Busy Mama's Guide to Success because in there I outline and talk you through the exact seven steps that I took to replace my corporate salary within three months of launching my business. And I obviously from there went on to double my corporate salary within seven months. Within 10, I was hitting five figure, well beyond five figure months and things have just continuing to grow and blossom from there. So if you're interested to know how I made that happen so that you can make it happen too, and it's it's quite interactive, there's places in that workbook for you to go ahead and map out how you're going to put the, each of the seven steps in place in your life and business. So if you would like to get your hands on that, then I'm going to put a link for you in the show notes and... You could also go over to corriejaffid.com and straight at the top of my website there, there is a link to take you to the landing page for that freebie, which is, again, the Busy Mummy's Guide to Success. So grab your copy today and I hope you enjoy it. I've had some really wonderful feedback about that. It's fluff free. It's really actionable content based on those exact seven steps that I took. So I'm really proud of it. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you find it useful. Let me know how you get on using it. To find out more about today's episode and some of the things that we've been talking about, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash 2017 journal, or you can just check out your show notes inside your podcast player. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.